Welcome, my friend. You are exactly where you need to be right now. It is not an accident that our paths have crossed. I'm confident that you are here because you are wanting more out of life. Are you ready to live your life with purpose and intention? Are you wondering how on earth to pull it all together? How exactly do you turn your ordinary days into extraordinary days? Girl, let me show you how to stop facing the day ahead and start faithing it. Join me, Sarah Elizabeth, each episode as I encourage and motivate you to place unwavering faith in the direction Christ will lead you and surrender yourself to His vision for your life. He's custom-designed a life for you beyond your wildest dreams, and I want to help you discover all that He has planned for you to experience. Together, let's put God into the driver's seat of your life. Let's go. It's time to faith your day. Welcome back, my beautiful friend. Thank you so much for joining me here today. I'm wondering if anybody else has been watching and loving the TV series called The Chosen. It is this really cool um, concept where the producer has created a whole platform that is crowdfunded and every episode is paid for by other Christians who are paying it forward. I'll give you all the details at the end of the episode on where you can find the show and how to watch it, but it has had almost like half a billion views already. It is so good. It's all about Jesus. It's all about his life, his relationship with the disciples, his miracles, and it just shows you how completely amazing Jesus is. It like blows your mind with how he lives in this humble way that you just can't help but fall completely in love with him. And I recommend this show to so many people and I'm recommending it to you today because in my opinion, it's a must watch. I mean, it will completely grow you in your faith journey and your Christianity, but also it's a great introduction and a great way to introduce Jesus to other people with a seamless entry into uh, getting people to know Jesus. And I mean, we watch shows all the time and we introduce shows to other people by recommending them all the time, right? So how easy is it to do that? So like I said, I'll give you the details on how to watch at the end of this episode. But I bring up The Chosen because there's a line that Jesus speaks at the end of one episode that is like my favorite line from all of season one. And I promise I'm not going to spoiler anything for you, but this line comes out of pivotal moment where Jesus says to Simon, get used to different. It's one of those bam, mic drop moments where you can't help but smile and say, heck yeah, Jesus, for being so brave, so bold, so unconventional, and such a crazy good model for how we are called to live. It's the episode that inspired the title for today and also is giving me some courage to speak up on a topic that I think shuts down a lot of people and closes the door on Christianity for a lot of people before they actually get to know Jesus. And today I want to spend some time talking about this topic, and it can be a little bit controversial, but I think it's so key in all of our Christian journeys. I feel like it's probably something all of us have had to overcome or had to find a way around or 
a way to understand for us to grow closer with Jesus as well. So I'm going to be brave. I'm going to talk about this elephant that lives in the room of so many of our faith lives. I've titled this week's episode of the Faith Your Day devotional podcast, Get Used to Different. One of my biggest aha moments in my faith journey was when I focused and prioritized Jesus and his teachings outside of and separate from quote-unquote religion. Girl, I told you this could get a little controversial and spicy. Like, who wants to talk about this? Who actually wants to go there? I don't, but I feel compelled to because I feel like God put this on my heart because somebody else is battling with this and needs to hear this. So here we go. We're going to discuss Jesus outside of conventional religion. So pray for me, girl. This one needs God's help to come across in the message that is going to make sense. And I know he's going to show up for this. I have no doubt. You see, I hear it over and over again from friends, from family members, from people I know that just say they're turned off of religion for various reasons. You know, maybe they read about a church money scandal or a priest who committed horrendous sins, or they see how people in society are shunned from church or they're exiled and excommunicated from families because of their decisions and choices. And sometimes maybe they just don't agree with the ways of the church or the messages conveyed, or they see the glaring shortcomings of pastors or preachers or leaders who have, on many occasions, really negatively impact the lives of thousands who were under their influence or control. And to be honest, I felt this way before too. I would hear about something awful that a church leader did, or I would look back on examples in history and even still today in parts of the world where people were persecuted and manipulated and victimized and killed all in the name of religion. And I too fully admit to thinking that that's not what I want to be part of or associate with. But girls, let me scream this from the rooftop. Religion is impacted by human error, but Jesus is not. Once I met Jesus, he changed everything. Looking back now, I realize something so key that I wasn't considering. All of the criticisms that I had of religion at the time, and all of the things that I hear others have, are towards the things other people did and do, other humans, what their flaws are, the way they interpreted something from scripture, for example, or the way they shame others who aren't living in a way that they think is righteous, the way they make poor decisions and cover it up all in the name of religion. And all of this makes perfect logical sense to me now, because here's the thing I've learned about all humans. We're all broken. We're all sinful. None of us are perfect. All of us are flawed in various ways, and our brokenness, sinfulness, and flawed nature is often what people are seeing when they're thinking about religion. It's what they associate with religion. But girl, it's about a relationship with Jesus. And because he is the son of God, he was able to remain perfectly pure without flaw or without sin. And when you pull out 
human-inspired religion, you are left with the divinely inspired son, Jesus. And so many people don't see this distinction, and it ultimately turns them away. And it's so sad to see that. And it can be so frustrating, right? Because we know that Jesus is this humble and kind and accepting person who modeled this way of life that all of us should be living. But yet, so many people are confusing that with these flaws that they've seen other people do who are running these organizations that are supposed to be showing us how to be more like Jesus. We know that there are so many different denominations of churches. And really, the key part here is the Christianity piece, because Christianity is literally a follower of Christ. So Christianity is this overarching focus. And we know there's a ton of different denominations and sects and all these things that divide people and put people into different types of groups. And those things are not what I want to focus on today. I want to focus on the element of being a Christian. And this is what I mean when people become divided and people become you know, argumentative over what's right and what's wrong and what tradition is okay and what is not. All of that is just in the messiness of the organization of all of that. But when we talk about Jesus, we are talking about being a Christian, a follower of Christ. And when I continue on here, I I want that distinction to be clear in your mind, okay? You see, when I decided to focus on becoming a follower of Christ, a Christian— And when I made my mission to learn about and learn from Jesus, to really get to know him, you know what? I couldn't find a single thing to be turned off about. There is nothing I wanted to turn away from when I was looking at Jesus, just Jesus, his teachings. In fact, it's ultimately what made me want nothing more than to seek after him. There is no part of his life that I didn't find absolutely fascinating, and that completely jived with all the good that I want religion to have. Where religion falls short, Jesus humbly picked up the pieces and started putting it all back together for me. He made all the difference for me. And his ways led me to boldly seek him. His teachings left me yearning to know him better. His example made me want to be more like him to live according to his genuine nature, yet boldly unwavering love for the Father. Jesus made me comfortable enough to ask him to help show me my misconceptions, my misunderstandings, and to help me overcome any unbelief that I still had in my heart. Knowing Jesus personally is what has made me want to step out in my church community. I actually have been going back to church and becoming involved in various ways because it's where I find this community of other believers, of other Christians who want to do that too. And that connection for me is important. Jesus helped to show me that church isn't just a building. It's a community. It's interacting with those people. It's where the rubber meets the road as far as providing opportunities 
for us to grow in living out his teachings. And it's church where I'm finding opportunities to, you know, steward my time well and be able to give back. So he has reminded me that church is where other humans go. And thus, I must always be mindful to not confuse human error with Jesus. When you go to church, you're with other people and other people aren't perfect. And we've got to remember that, that, you know, Jesus is the one who died for our sins. He's the one we are following. And we're in community with the other people, right? There is going to be flaw there. So we can't decide that church isn't good or something because the people are the ones who we have issue with at times, right? Second Corinthians chapter five, verse 17 says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old has gone. The new is here. In a world where the majority of people will do almost anything to fit in and be accepted by other people, why is it that some of us want different? Why is it that at times we are tempted to go against the norm, to swim against the current and to walk into a life that most people are completely oblivious to? Where does this prompting in our hearts come from? Why are we yearning to become a new creation, stepping away from the old version of ourselves? Who do we desire to become? When did all of this stirring up of our soul begin? And I know that you feel the same way too. And I know that because today, my friend, you are here seeking after God's word and curious as to how it will change you. Sure, we want to be accepted by other humans, but there is a part of you that desires most to be accepted by Christ. And this is a different way of living. My friend, as we just read in that verse, you literally become a new creation once you have accepted Jesus into your heart. There need not be anything fancy to it, just a humble and sincere declaration that you believe in Jesus, that you believe he is the Messiah, the Lord, the Son of God, that you accept him as your Savior, and that you simply want him to help you get to know him and have a personal relationship with him. That's it. That's where all of this begins. And when you do that, as promised, you are a completely different person. Your goals, your hopes, your dreams, desires, your mindset, habits, actions, your priorities, they all begin to change when you hand over your life to Jesus. Now, if you are on this journey already, then you know exactly what I'm talking about, right? But what about all those people who you know and love and who aren't seeking to follow Jesus, who haven't met him yet, who haven't got to know him? How do they all fit into this journey? And if you're like me, your heart aches for those who don't know him yet, because you can see clearly now how knowing Jesus radically changes you for the positive. And it changes people's lives for the positive when they meet him. And that's what you want for those who you know that don't know him. Like we can't force other people to get to know him, but we can help them along the way. And here's how. And I encourage people who I meet who tell me they no longer believe or they don't attend church or they're not religious to simply focus on getting to know Jesus. And this might be where, you know, I'll use the Chosen series, for example, or maybe my favorite 
YouVersion Bible app, or I'll recommend to a friend one of my favorite scripture-based podcasts that I listen to, or I'll ask them to take some time to get to know Jesus by going in and actually reading the Gospels. And then I challenge them to see if they can find anything about Jesus that they don't like, that they don't believe is the utmost example of moral living, of acceptance, of inclusion, of humility, of grace, mercy, hope, and unstoppable, unconditional love of everything we wish this world could be. And you know what? They can't. They can't find anything they don't like about Jesus once they meet him. When you are introduced to Jesus through relationship with him, a personal relationship with him, that's what absolutely changes people's minds and opens their hearts and allows them to see Jesus can and does live outside of a building. You can still be turned off of the flaws and sins that humans have committed. That is okay to recognize that sinfulness and to be okay with that not being what you want to be part of. But if we were to follow and live like Jesus did, girl, this world would have none of that. And I want to be clear again, I am not trying to downplay or make it sound like organized religion isn't important or that church isn't important because it is. My message though, is that discovering Jesus and beginning to nurture your relationship with him first and foremost is what ultimately brings people to Christianity or back to Christianity after they have been let down by human shortcomings in the past. And church will become an essential ingredient in your faith journey. Like getting together with other believers, a community of believers is so essential. But I want to say this, you know, if the idea of church in your mind is people who look sorrowful and just too serious, and it's just not a vibrant environment that you can connect with, then let me refresh your version of church. Church should be a place where people are praising Jesus and, you know, that there's joy there and that it's exciting and that there's a message that connects with your heart and people are doing good and being in service and in community with each other and finding ways to help people and not make it about, you know, shaming others. And when church is full of praise and joy, it's a place you want to be in. So I'm just going to challenge you that if that's not what you're finding where you're at, or if that's not your experience of where you've been, then maybe it's time to start looking for a place, a community where you can be part of and be excited about going. Jesus is all about breaking down barriers. He is inclusive. He loves everybody, everybody. He spent his life with sinners and the forgotten and the needy and the broken because as he said, it's the sick who need a doctor. Girl, that is us. We are all broken and sinful and in need of a savior. He was different. He showed us different. He lived different. And now he wants all of us to get used to different. And today, my friend, I challenge you to the same thing. If there are any parts of your heart turned off by what religion has done, if you're disappointed by various churches or maybe religious leaders, they, 
you associate with your past, I ask you to just put all of that to the side for a period of time so you can immerse yourself fully into getting to know Jesus, into reading his word, his teachings, and his example. And in most Bibles, his words are actually the words you find in red. I'm encouraging you to read that. Start there. Get to know him personally. His spirit can live in you today, and it takes that humble declaration, the simple act of stepping out in faith, of being curious, of knowing that you know that you know, that you are seeking something to fill that place in your heart that only he can fill, that you are yearning for a peace that only he can bring, for love that only he can offer. Open that door. Open your heart to get to know him. And I promise it will completely change your life. Get to know the one who loves you enough to have died for you. Get to know him and he will begin to radically change you. Girl, when it comes to Jesus, get used to different. We need to pray over this one. I mean, I need to pray that God does something with this to make it make sense, but I know that it can through his means. Yeah, let's gather in prayer here. Hey, Jesus, thanks for being with us today here. We know you are here. We are gathered in your name and you are with us. And Lord, we are humbly just coming together to seek after you. And Lord, please allow all of this today to just bring us closer to you and to help sort out some misconceptions that we might have had in the past where we are focusing too much on an institution or too much on a denomination, let's say, that it blurs out you. Lord, help us focus on being Christian, on being a follower of you and get to know you through your word, through your gospels, through a show like The Chosen where we can see your example and how you lived and that we can yearn to want that for us, that we want to get closer to you because your ways are just the ways that we know this world needs. We ask for your protection over all of us, for your provision. Lord, just help us grow in our relationship with you today. Help us seek after you and trust that you're going to help clarify things as we go. We ask all of this in the name of Jesus. Amen. My friends, very quickly, I want to just talk about that chosen app. When I mention an app, it is actually on a free app. All of the content, they're filming season four right now. So season three has just come out. And I think the goal is to have seven seasons. And Dallas Jenkins is the producer and the visionary behind all of this. And he's created this app where there's tons of behind the scenes stuff and additional content and all of these cool things. But Everything is completely free and it's completely funded by people who are paying it forward for other Christians to have this opportunity to watch this show. So if you search in, um, you know, the Apple store or whatever device you have for apps, it's called The Chosen. And on my app store, when I go to search for it, there's one with like 12,000 five-star ratings and there's one with like 40. So make sure to check the one with 12,000. I don't know. The other one says Angel Studios. I'm not sure if it's legit or not. The one you want is with the 12,000 plus five-star ratings. That is the app you want to get. 
you can then watch it on your device or stream it to your TV. It's really cool. It's a great show. Once you get into it, you won't be able to stop and you're not going to be able to help yourself from completely falling in love with Jesus. It's amazing. I love it. So go check that out this week. That's some homework for you. So anyways, thank you for sticking around for this. Hopefully it comes together to make sense for you. I want you to focus on finding Jesus first, finding him, getting in relationship with him, and then all of the other stuff will start to make sense. And he will guide you through all of it. Where you put up walls before, he will start to break those down. But you can't do it without his Holy Spirit. Before you've got that, you're just going to see the human flaw And that's what turns so many people away. And, you know, if that's the message I can get to you and just encourage you to get closer to Jesus and know him, I know he's going to break down all the barriers. He's going to align everything that didn't make sense before. He's going to clarify all of this for you. So that's what I want to get out today. That's what I hope you got from this. I'm wishing you all of God's blessings today from my heart to yours. Bye for now. 